Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome in. Welcome back in the trenches. Switching gears as we get out of the trenches and on the bump. Ooh, I like that. We're going to get on the bump with our main man, Brian McTaggart. Talk a little bit about those Houston Astros as they become the fifth team to reach 80 wins with that 11-2 beatdown of the Seattle Mariners. But you always feel like a winner when Brian McTaggart is talking baseball with you and he joins us. Make sure you follow him on Twitter, at Brian McTaggart. What's going on, BM, ND, and Chris? How are you today? I'm doing well. How are you guys doing? We are good. Sorry about your Houston Cougs losing to Texas Tech, and I mean that in all sincerity as we took an L as well down the street at Rice University. Ooh, you know what? I just realized this. Uh-huh. The Bayou Bucket is up. What do you buy? What are you buying me after my owls take care of your cougs? Oh well, after the cougars beat the owls, uh, I still don't have a lot of confidence in that right now. After, <laughs> after watching the uh, Rice played pretty well against uh, Arkansas, they did. We just need to find a quarterback. Yeah. I'll bet you a lot. I'll take you to lunch. Long overdue. Long overdue. We definitely need to do that. All right. What was the difference? It was just – and is it Kikuchi? Is that – how do you pronounce his name, the pitcher for Seattle? Kikuchi. Yes. Kikuchi. Well, I mean, he was just wild. I mean, he couldn't find the strike zone. He threw the ball, had no idea where it was going, and, you know, walked three guys to start the uh, second inning, and the Astros took advantage of that. In fact, I looked up there, and he had thrown 25 pitches, 19 of them were balls, which is just absolutely atrocious. So um, this is a guy that last week, you know, shut the Astros down for seven innings, and he just complete opposite, couldn't find the strike zone. The Astros were patient at the plate. They got some big hits, and then Jake Myers with a big homer, and, you know, they were off and running. But, you know, that's that's baseball. You, you face a you face a pitcher two times in a row, and you really can't have two more different results than, than what the Astros did against Kikuchi. You kind of answered my follow-up question, Brian, when you said that's just baseball. But like we said, just last week, you know, he throws seven scoreless innings. Is he overthinking it? Was there something like a golfer where there's just a small hitch in his throwing motion? Or is it all mental? Like, you know, we're talking about less than eight days ago and such a big difference. What was it? Yeah, I'm not sure. I mean, I haven't had a – I didn't really get to read what was going on from the Seattle side. I'm – on there, you know, what was wrong with him? Was he hurt or what it was? But I mean, you know, he, he's been really up and down. He, you know, he's faced the Astros six times this year in one season. It's pretty incredible. And, you know, he had, he had that start last week where he no runs in seven innings. Well, the start before that against the Astros, he got seven runs in two and two thirds of an inning. And then the couple starts before that against the Astros, seven innings, no runs. So he's been all over the map. And, you know, maybe that's, uh, you know, he, maybe that's just, you know, the way he is this year. But, uh, Astros were able to take advantage of it, and, and uh, you know they were they were shut out two times in a row against Seattle last week, and they came out and scored more runs in the second inning yesterday than they did in the entire series in Seattle last week. So that's a good sign for their offense. Twenty five games remain on the season, Brian, and as it sits right now, that you know the Mariners jumped the A's in the AL West standings this past week, as the uh, the A's have now lost three in a row. They've lost four of their last uh, or six of their last ten, but the Mariners. 
uh, but playing some better baseball as of late. But as it stands now, following last night's game, they're still five and a half back of Houston. You feel like the Astros kind of put the pedal to the metal here down the stretch and finish this thing off and, and win the AL West? Yeah, I think so. I mean, the, the A's are fading. And, you know, if they can get one of these last two against the Mariners, you know, leave here. The Mariners could leave here six and a half down with you know, 23 games left. I mean, you get to the point where it's going to take a collapse for, for that to happen. And, yeah, I mean, uh, it certainly looks like the Astros are, are going to be able to polish this thing off. Uh, you know, they, they've sort of lingered between four and a half games, five and a half games now, it seems like, for a couple of weeks um, once the A's started losing. But, I mean, the playoff matchups are pretty almost set. I mean, that Astros, I think there's probably a 95% chance to play the White Sox in the first round at this point because I don't think anybody's catching the race for the best record. And certainly the White Sox have won their division. Astros have likely won theirs. So, um Unless something drastic happens, it's going to be Astros White Sox in the uh, AL division series. Yeah, and just avoid that that wild card uh, game. You don't want to have to play one of those. Um, but yeah, like you said, going in the first round, pl- you know, hosting the White Sox would be preferable. We'll see what happens here in the standings in the next couple of weeks. Uh, Brian, how much of a of a bullet did the Astros dodge with Jordan Alvarez uh, getting hit uh, over the weekend, or, or rather, f- the, taking a ball off the leg and crumpling into a heap? Man, it looked awful. But they said the X rays were negative and. He ended up getting a, a pinch hit opportunity the other day and then started last night. So it uh, looks like they really dodged a bullet there on Jordan missing missing some time. Yeah, and he's done that a couple of times this year and been able to come right back. And I mean, I, I was shocked after he did that on Saturday. He was in left field yesterday. And Dusty Baker thought that I'll you know, put him in left field and maybe have him run around there and keep that knee loose. I mean, and he played a great left field this day. He had a, a fifth and second base throughout a runner, had a great catch down the line. Um, and, you know, everyone, all, all this hand-rigging about whether Jordan Alvarez can play left field. I mean, he looks fine out there. I mean, he's not going to win a gold glove, but he's he's very much a serviceable left fielder. I mean, I can't think of one play that, you know, he's, he's watched or, or really cost him, especially in Benjamin with that, that little area he has to cover. He does a pretty good job. So uh, I think uh, people can put that to bed as well. And then he had a couple of really good swings to the bat, a, a laser in the gap for a double, so. Uh, yeah, that, if they lose him there, you know, obviously, obviously they have a deep lineup, but you know, uh, they're going to win. If they're going to beat the White Sox, they need to beat some strength. Hey, Brian, what's going on? This is Big Sarge. With with, with, with Marvin Gonzalez coming back, and especially you had Jose Altuve and Carlos Correa vouching for him, you know, saying that you know they wanted to have him back in the clubhouse as well. How big is that for the Houston Astros? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, we'll see. Uh, you know, Marlon made a nice play last night. He got in a bat, struck out. I mean, I, I still don't see where he fits in the playoff roster, really. Uh, but you know, you've got your four starting infielders. You got Diaz. He's your, he's your your utility fifth guy. And then you know, maybe they find a spot to carry Marlon. I mean, it's a feel good story. Maybe he comes here and is rejuvenated. You know, Carlos Correa told me last week that he thought maybe they can bring him here and, and they can help him and be in a familiar environment, surrounding. Um, you know, maybe that gets him going again. But he hasn't been a good offensive player for you know, a few years now. and uh, So I certainly don't expect a whole lot. I could be wrong. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it's a fun story right now. He got a huge, huge ovation yesterday. So, uh, yeah, it's, uh, you know, let's see what he's got over the last last month or so. But I still think he's pretty far down in the pecking order as far as their key players at this point. A couple of uh, shaky outings recently, at least from uh, Framber Valdez on Saturday. wasn't great. Luis Garcia had the rough early inning and then was able to settle down there. But 
Um, you know, Jake Odorizzi uh, loses a game last week, one nothing. What, what do you make of the rotation here down the stretch with Urquidy coming back? And you know, who in your mind right now? I know everybody wants to try to figure out who's the odd man out, who's not going to make the playoff roster. Uh, how do you see this shaping up? Yeah, I mean, they're they, they don't have an ace, right? I mean, they have uh, they have a lot of depth, and they have some guys who, who can dominate, but uh, especially lately, you don't have guys who are, who are going deep in the ball games. I mean, not even the colors, the walks have have been an issue and continue to be an issue. And uh, Zach Greinke is going to be out, at, you know, at least for a little while longer. So um, they're going to have to get Garcia deeper in the game. You know, I'm I'm not sure how it's going to line up in the playoffs. I mean, I, I think McCullers. Garcia and, and Valdez are probably their best three starters right now, or he's sort of still getting back. Uh, you know, Grayson's certainly going to get a start in the playoffs. Uh, uh, you're facing a, you're going to be facing a, a white Sox team that's, that's right-handed heavy. So, uh, you know, having, having Granky or, or Keeney to help you in that as well, maybe, maybe your Keeney goes to the bullpen. So, but it's not like two years ago when you got, you could plug in Cole and Verlander one and two and say, let's go and feel really good about your chances. Because um, right now the starters are going five, six inning tops, and then they're turning it over to the bullpen. And uh, you know, one of those starters or a couple of those starters are going to have to go to the bullpen and pick up some of those innings. So uh, it's going to be a little bit dicey. But you know, some of these guys are going to have to step up. You know, the colors included, and, and Granky, you know, he did in the playoffs a couple of years ago. You know, Garcia has a little bit of playoff experience, or Kate or Kitty pitched really well in the playoffs. So like I said, they got a bunch of guys, but they still have that clear cut ace. And uh, you know, make you know that. Uh, for me, that would worry me as an Astros fan in the playoffs where you just don't have that one guy you know you're going to get the ball and you're going to shut him down. Brian, for whatever reason, early on in the show, we spent a lot of time talking about Nebraska football, and I'm sure the super rookie Jake Myers will appreciate that since he played his ball at Nebraska. Can you kind of talk about what you're seeing in Jake Myers? You wrote a great article on Jake Myers and his time in Nebraska. So don't give it all away. What do they say? What do they tell young ladies uh, before he gives a, the ring? You don't want to give them to them all. Like, let's make people go to MLB.com and read your article. But just kind of talk about, touch on, uh, you know, what you're seeing from Jake Myers and what you like. Yeah, I caught up uh, with last week with uh, Darren Erstad, who Played 14 years in the big leagues, just a really good player, led the league in hits one year, uh, caught the last out of the O2 World Series with the, uh, with the Angels and then ended his career with the Astros. Well, he went on to be the head coach of Nebraska baseball for eight years. And Jake Myers was one of his star players there in, in 15, 16 and 17. So he talked about his growth as a player, his competitiveness, uh, said he's not surprised one bit. He's doing what he's doing. Um, he's growing into some power. He was also a pitcher in Nebraska as well, which was kind of surprising. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think he's solidified himself as the starting center fielder the rest of the season. I think right now, you know, Astros can check that off the box as they go in next year uh, with uh, with him starting in center field. I think McCormick could be a player for them somewhere in the outfield. Brantley's coming back. You have Kyle Tucker. So they're looking pretty good as far as their outfield depth. But, uh, you know, Myers is, is hitting for a little bit of power. We didn't see any power from him until this year in AAA. So this is still a late development. Is he going to get more power? Is he going to be a guy who hits 30 to 40 homers? Um, that remains to be seen. He's, he's also playing a really good defensive center field. So, um, not much for, not much to criticize about him so far. But yeah, go to Astros.com. Some really good words from Darren Erstad on, on his former pupil, Jake Myers. 
what he did in Nebraska and what he's doing now for the Astros. Forget Astros.com. Go to at Brian McTaggart like I did so you can read that article. It, all jokes aside, it was a cool article. You always do a great job with that. And we appreciate you every week. Next week, we'll talk some more winning ways with the Houston Astros. Appreciate you, Brian. All right, guys. See you next week. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.